Yes, let's go straight into the word of God. Today I want to talk about the power of prayer. Or the praying church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Prayer. Prayer helps a lot. Praise the Lord. Amen. What is prayer? Prayer is talking to an invisible God as though he's visible. Amen. Amen. When God created man in the Garden of Eden, he could visit man regularly. And they talk. Hallelujah. Amen. They could talk every day. And then he goes back. They could talk. The Bible doesn't tell us what they used to talk. But when God created man, he created man in his own likeness. In his image. So whenever God came, he wanted to see himself. He wanted to see the picture of, of himself in man. They would discuss and talk because the word of God has power. Whenever God spoke to man, more life would be added on man. It's like charging your phone. Whenever God talks to you, He charges your spirit. He charges you. Amen. So, man was used to God. And and there was intimacy between man and God. Because of that chatting. Praise the Lord. Amen. And when man sinned. They um, left the presence of God. They departed from the presence of God. And then. Satan got an advantage to do what he wanted to do. Started stealing, killing, doing whatever he wanted to do on man. Praise the Lord. Now when Jesus came, he introduced prayer again. Because because he wanted man to come back into the presence of God. Jesus revealed many things. Including no, uh, revealing no. The, the, the power behind the word of God. Or the voice of God. And one day Jesus said. My words is life. My word is life. So, which means when God speaks to us, He adds on 
he adds life on us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus revealed many things. Because when he started his mission, he wanted to, to re-establish prayer in the lives of people. Amen. Amen. Man without prayer is powerless. He's a powerless person. When you pray, you get a lot of power in your spirit. The spiritual power which enables you to overcome many temptations. When you pray, you get a lot of power in your life which enables you to do many things. Each man has an assignment before God. There is a day when you stand before your God. And there are many, many questions which are waiting. So you have to to, to, to come before God and then God ministers to you. So after God ministers to you. Then you begin to do your assignment. There is a day. When God will ask questions. But on that day. Those who. Reside in the presence of God. They will get crowns. Because they got the strength uh, to do their assignments. Praise the Lord. Amen. Today I want to talk more about the power of prayer. A praying church is a powerful church. And the devil fears a powerful church. The dream the dream of the devil. He wants to weaken a church. And a church is you and me. And for sure, the church is not a building. The church is a congregation. It can be two or three. But that, uh, it does, the church is not limited on numbers. When you are two or three, the Lord comes in your medicine. The more you congregate, the more power. But the devil doesn't want a powerful church. Because a powerful church destroys his mission. Now the church, the real church, starts at home. That's why the devil kills families. When the devil kills a family, he knows that he has already killed that church. Because a church begins at home. That's the reason why there is no prayer at home. Because the devil hates a 
a powerful church. I want you to see your home now as a church. Praise the Lord. Amen. If there is prayer at home, genuine prayer, a, a, a family which prays together stays together. But that saying doesn't mean a family which congregates in one church. In one, in one place. It means praying, kneeling in the same place, praying. That family which prays together stays together. When you kneel together and pray and speak to God, God commands power from the throne and that power comes on you. Whenever the power of God comes, the, the works of the devil are destroyed. The reason why people plan things at home and those things fail because they don't pray together. So a praying church is a powerful church and a powerful church is a productive church and a productive church is a progressive church. If you want to see all this, before you see the things here, the things must happen in your home. I don't mean that you don't pray. I know you are praying. But the disciples one day came to Jesus and told Jesus, teach us how to pray. But these were Jews. They were prayerful. But when they saw the way Jesus was praying, they discovered that this is a different prayer from the Jewish prayer. The way we are praying is different from Jesus. And then they asked him, Oh Master, teach us to pray. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Teach us how to pray. We as leaders, we have a debt to teach the church. But you can't teach what you don't do. You can't. You can't give what you don't have. I thank God. Because I'm prayerful. I can teach you how to pray. I'm a Ugandan. I face challenges as you face them. But a prayerful church or a prayerful family is a productive family. 
productive family is a, 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 a progressive family. Praise the Lord. Amen. I've seen Ndabi. prosperity coming to my home. Why? Because of prayer. I get my kids. I get my kids. And I take them out and we pray. I get them out of their comfort zones. And I pray. I pray as they pray. If there is a challenge, I tell them to Let us pray for this. They pray. I cannot forget there is a day there's a wall that we wanted to break down. It, wa, it had been affected by water and it was slanting. Stretch your hands. Every time we went out uh, of the we house, want to pray. I don't have money for that. Amen. Amen. I don't have money. But let's stretch our hands and pray. We used to do it. But I want to thank God. God performed a miracle. When you come to my home and see the honeycombs where they are, there was a wall that was almost falling. But I couldn't. But when we are doing honeycombs the other side, I just planted a seed. And the seed opened that door. When you finished the other side, I bought honeycombs. Actually, I started by a hundred. I thought that it's over. But when they brought a hundred, they had to bring other, uh, other, other ones. More and more and more. But I saw God's provision. When we finished, I told my kids, do you remember we've been stretching hands on that side? See what God has done. Praise the Lord. Amen. And many, many, many things. There's a we have forgotten that the power which helps us to achieve our goals as Christians is not our power. It is the power of God. Because it's the power of God, we have to seek for that power. In Psalms 46, the Bible says, verse 1 says, the Lord is our refuge and strength. Not physical strength, spiritual strength. Without the strength of God, even if you have money, you can fail to achieve your goals. 
without the strength of God you can fail to do your assignments in office in the same way those who are not born again they have everything but they seek for another power to accompany them the powers from judges <laughs> from demons don't forget that I gave you something to think of the Baganda has a demon they trust the hunters there is a demon called Dungu they have the dogs, the spears, the nets, and, and the skills. But when they are going to hunt, they know that these things cannot help them without dungu. And when they get a catch, they first give the glory to Dungu. They say, Dungu is that Dungu has hunted. But Dungu is invisible. Dungu is a spirit. But they know. That even if the dogs are they have the skills, they have the spears. It is Dungu that brings the animal. Christians, we are not like that. God Katonda. is our refuge and strength. We have a lion of Judah. The young of a lion cannot lack any good thing because of the lion of Judah. Amen. Amen. There is someone who hunts for us. When you go to office, sit and do what you are supposed to do. But never forget that there is someone who hunts for you. In the spirit, there is a, a lion of Judah. A lion of Judah. Is the one that hunts for its children. God Katonda. is our refuge. Whenever something is, is chasing us, we come to God. We shout. We call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Whenever we say, Jesus, have mercy on me. Is a present help in times of trouble. Jesus. Yes. So, as Christians, we should know that the power which helps us to build to get children to reach our goals to get riches is from God. And anything which comes from God must be prayed for. 
You must put in your requisition. And tell God I need this. Before the beginning of the day. Go before the throne of God. And ask for the power. Lord give me the power to do this. Give me the power to do this. Before the beginning of the day. Before the beginning of the month. Before the beginning of the year. God is waiting for you. He has to release his power in you. Because he's our power. That's why whenever we achieve anything. We come and testify. Because it is not our power. It is his power. He's the one. He's the one who gives you power. To make wealth. Power to make wealth. I love that scripture. He's the one who gives you power. To make wealth. So many people. People toil. But without God. You can't get anything. If he doesn't build a house, the laborers do it in vain. Amen. Amen. For us Christians, we know. Before God heals, you can't be healed. That's why the Bible says, Heal me. And I will be healed. Save me. I will be saved. He does it first. When he does it, when God says, You will be this, even if I find challenges, I take God's report. I speak God's report until the report changes. When God says, you will prosper. Even if dates are around you. Always take God's report. And speak God's report. Every morning. Speak God's report. Amen. That is the life of faith. Amen. So a praying church is a powerful church. And the devil fears a powerful church. When you wake up and pray and pray right. How do you pray right? You pray in the line of scriptures. If you want to make a powerful prayer each morning pick a scripture and pray in the line of the scripture. That kind of prayer avails much. Amen. Amen. A powerful church. And a powerful church is a productive church. And a productive church is a progressive church. Amen. Amen. Who doesn't want to prosper? The devil hears progressiveness in your family. Fears. Hates. He doesn't want you to have changes in your family. But your kids. 
always wait for the change remember Jokira. my generation it has a different uh, perspective on things even your children have a different perspective on things parents have a different perspective from their children when they leave home and go to school they interact with their fellow students sometimes they visit each other they see what is uh, in this family and they see what is in this family and when they go back home they begin to gauge I wish my dad could build a bigger house. I wish my dad would have this and this. Amen. Amen. Those things happen. But if you are a praying church, if you discover that you have a small house and begin to pray and tell God to give you a bigger house, actually one day you construct that house. Promotion doesn't come from east. It doesn't come from west. But it comes from God. Building a bigger house is promotion. Amen. Building, uh, uh, driving a bigger car is a promotion. Going to another level at the place of work is a promotion. But you can't be promoted before you pray. You can't have anything from God without prayer. Things are not automatic. You have to pray. Lord, give me wisdom. Give me power to do this. Give me power to pray. You can even pray for your praying time. Before you begin prayer, you can tell God, Lord, you know me. I can't pray. Give me the spirit of prayer. Give me the words. Help me to pray. And I know you dare you don't want me to pray I bind you in the name of Jesus leave me now I'm going to talk to my father when you make such a prayer I'm telling you prayer is born from the Holy Spirit you just discover the words coming out of your spirit flowing from your spirit because you asked God you told God to give you words learn to pray before you begin praying hallelujah if you are praying with your kids you first lay hands on them give them power to pray let the spirit of prayer rest upon them. Lord, give me the power to pray. Give me the power to pray. On the day of Pentecost, 
the, the, the believers Abakiriza. received the spirit and the spirit gave them utterance Amen. Amen. Utterance. Enjatuzi. The Spirit Omoyo. gave them utterance. So if it is the Spirit, you need to pray for the Spirit to give you utterance. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't read prayers. Before we got saved, we used to read prayers in the prayer book. But real prayer comes from your spirit. It flows. The words just come. They flow from your spirit. That is the real prayer. And even the scriptures which you put in your prayer don't come from your head. They come from your spirit. That's why you have to read the word. Meditate upon the word. And put the word in your heart. The word which you have at heart is the power which you have. If you don't have the scripture at hand, then how can the Holy Spirit put it in your prayers? That's why we encourage you to read the word. Read the word. Read the Bible. Understand the Bible. When you are praying, the Spirit of God will pick those very scriptures and put them in your prayers. Then you will make a powerful prayer. Praise the Lord. Prayer is to the prayer is to the church what oxygen is to the body. Prayer is to the church what oxygen is to the body. You need oxygen. You need oxygen. But as you need oxygen, you need prayer. Amen. Amen. To pray is to live. And not to pray is to die. So many people are seated here but they died long time ago because of lack of prayer. You are alive physically but spiritually you are dead. Remember the days you used to pray there was life in you. You could get good dreams. You could see visions. You could have the joy of the spirit. You could have peace in you. Some of you could get dreams. And then see what you've dreamed. The next day. But all that vanished. When prayer left your life. When prayer left your life, you stopped laughing. You stopped having the peace of God. You know there is that peace which is not connected with what we have. Even if you have challenges, you 
still have the peace at heart. When prayer goes away, you die. There is no life in Praise you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hear me. Prayer to pray is to live. And not to pray is to die. One day Jesus talked to one of his disciples. Call him a follower. He was, telling, he was saying, Let me go and bury my dad. Let me go and bury my dad. And then he told him, Let the dead bury the dead. Have you ever seen a corpse burying another corpse? He was speaking in parables. Let the dead bury the dead. You can be alive physically. But when you are dead inside. What brings life in you. Is the spirit of God. When God created Adam. In the garden of Eden, he breathed on him and he received life. He breathed in him and he received life. The spirit of God brings life. If you are not filled with the spirit of God, according to God, you are not alive. And when Jesus comes back, there is a day which we are waiting for, the day of rapture, when Jesus will come back for, 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 for the church. The Bible says, He will not come down here. He will stay in the skies. And the believers will be lifted. If you are waiting for that day, you must be filled with the Spirit of God. Because it is the Spirit which will transform your mortal body into immortal. And then you connect with Jesus. There are so many believers, they don't mind whether they are filled with the Spirit or not. They, are, they connect Maybe. They connect that scenario eh, eh, with the ministers. Ah, I'm not a minister. I don't have to be filled with the spirit of God. I'm not a preacher. You people, even if you are not a preacher, you must be filled with the spirit of God. If you want to be alive, if you want to go to heaven, and you can't even pray without being filled with the spirit of God. When you are filled with the Spirit of God, you can be able to pray. And actually, many people say, Pastor, for me, I fail to pray. Accept to be filled with the Spirit of God. When you are filled, the Spirit of God will lead you into prayer. It is not you but him. This kind of prayer, the Balokore prayers, 
They don't come from the head, they come from the spirit. They come from inside. So, it is not a, a, an issue of writing down or meditation or what. You must be filled. Then prayer begins. When prayer begins, then a powerful person arises. Amen. In biblical and historic times, in biblical and historical times, the praying church has exercised tremendous power and impact on the world. Frequent prayers shape the world history. It is, however, unfortunate. It is, however, unfortunate that in many churches, unfortunate. Today, the prayer fire is dying down. The prayer power, the prayer fire is dying down. And this is because of the following reasons. The reason why prayer has died if you have a pen, note this down. The first point is materialism. Uh -uh, materialism. 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 It is things that lead you. Here in Christianity, we seek first the kingdom. We seek first what? The kingdom. We first mind about heavenly things. Say amen. Even if you don't believe, say amen. Even if you don't understand the things, say amen. You just say amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I remember in the days of Jesus one day Peter came and whispered Jesus and said don't go to Jerusalem. We are going to lose you. But when Jesus saw his motive, when the motive was not good, do you know what he told him? Get behind me, Satan. He don't think about godly things, but you're more concerned about things to do with man. Materialism. People want to become ministers because of what they get out of the ministry. That is materialism. Praise the Lord. Amen. You remember the story of Elisha and Gehaz in 2 Kings 5, 25 and 26. You will see the spirit of materialism in church. That one Kills the fire.
kills the fire. Chita omuriro. You're serving, ministering because you're serving God. It is a shame. Open, open the scripture. It is a shaming that your child who is home and they're doing work, not because they're doing it because they're a child at home. But they are doing housework because they want to get school fees. Amen. Just do. You are a member of the family. Only member of family. Whether daddy has given you or not. You do what you are supposed to do as a child. Amen. Amen. Gehaz. Gehaz. Elisha and Gehaz. Elisha and Gehaz. Second Kings. Verse 5, chapter 5, verse 25 to 26. Now he went in and stood before his master. Elisha said to him, Where did you go, Gehaz? And he said, Your servant did not go anywhere. Mm. Then he said to him, Did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from his chariot to meet you? Is it time to receive money and to receive clothing, olive groves and vineyards, sheep and oxen, Male and female servants. Praise the Lord. Amen. You remember? Mujukira. Elisha. Elisa. Did he not receive these gifts? This man had brought these gifts to Elisha. He did not receive them. And I told you the reason. Elisha Elisa has a spirit of God. And he was a Jew. Amen. He knew the things that are taken by lepers. Lepers were taken as sinners. So he couldn't touch him. Because then they'll make them unclean. Amen. Amen. Even when he wanted to put his mantle he on just sent our a messenger. Tell that man to go and dip himself seven times in the pond. He sent a word. He did not appear physically because this man was a leper. He was unclean. He could not receive those gifts. But Gehaz, because Gehaz was materialistic, for him he was not minding about godly things. He cared a lot about people. He said, but my master is tired. He saw the chariots going off. He went through a shortcut and he went. He stopped them. Excuse me, Sebo. The, the, the priest has turned back on his work. He said, Give me the things. All of them. All. Say that the priest has helped him. I was not happy. And he gave him everything. And then he took them into his tent. And then he came back. They asked him, Gehaz, where are you coming from? My master, I didn't go anywhere. Did you see me leaving 
Gehaz didn't know. Gehaz that Elisha had other eyes. Which can escort you to America. Which can escort you. On Friday. I remember. By the grace of God. The Holy Spirit helped me to see in the lives of different people here what was happening and I called one of the boys he had come to testify then I used those very eyes to see different things I would ask him this, this one and this one and this one but I wanted to laugh because there is a person when I told them the person they work with they thought that I knew them but for me I'd seen them going going to this one's client and I told her I told this person that one I fired the them Amen. but Elisha had such eyes he could see beyond the curtains Amen. Amen. Elisha Elisa spoke to Gehaz there is a beautiful statement in verse 26. He told him, is this the time to receive the horses and every other thing? Is this the time? What does that mean? It was not bad for him to receive. But it was not the time. He had to cater for the kingdom issues first. And then other things followed. There is a time when the things you want will look for you. For me, those cars have found me in the village. They are looking for me. That is where they follow me. The buildings have found me in the village. I didn't first look out for those things. We used to sing about them, but I think we didn't have revelations. Praise the Lord. Amen. Don't first seek. First seek the kingdom of God. And the rest will um, follow you. What is the kingdom of God? Righteousness. Righteousness means what? Right stand with God. If you are not standing right with God, your prayers can't be answered. 
If I'm husband and wife, having a good relationship, how can you, the wife, ask for money to do your hair? Until when you reconcile, that is how it is with God. If you're you are hating, standing right with God, your child's or your rival's child, or whatever you may do, Right stand. The, right, the rest tell them to your maid. Your maid doesn't standing eat my right with God. They eat portion. Up and down. When they look at you, you wear them you up and down. You are not standing right with God. Tell them something. If you gossip and you are not standing right with God. If you're stingy, if you abuse your wife, <laughs> you are not standing right with God. First deal with that. Then money will follow. kingdom of God is not eating and drinking but righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost when you do the fast the peace and joy begins to flow if you have the kingdom of God in your heart you're going to feel a peace that you've never felt before now because of that peace there is a spiritual signal which will again, alert the blessings alert the blessings that this one is here please go and meet that person The reason why the fire is dying down in our generation is materialism. People enter ministry with bad motives. Amen. Amen. Materialism. What can I get out of the ministry? We've served for many years. When no one gives you a salary. And what you've done to do, oh, it has put me somewhere. No one gives you a salary. No one gives you a salary. You will not say that the children, you won't tell anyone that the children have been unchaste from school. You will not say that you can also have a power disconnection. And you be in church. That is, that is why we thank God for our parents. Especially our mother, she really helped us. The character which I have did not come because of salvation. It came from home. Now, 
I can be here and the year comes to an end. When I've not called Julie to ask her for money. But if she wants, she can give me. She has beautiful things that she usually gives me. Sometimes when I'm in when it's cold I cover myself and I tell God look at this when the seasons come give her whatever she sold for praise the Lord amen praise the Lord amen sir everything has a season wait, wait for your time you know don't sing because of that which you can get out of it let God benefit out of it. Think about godly things and not things to do with man. Learn from me. Whatever I do here, I don't get anything out of it. I want God to benefit. I want God to be glorified. I want God to be honored. There's a woman who told me Usumba. that pastor start a nursery school here. Walungi. It is Bagana a place. You're going to get um, children. I said, no, these are not my things. This, this belongs to God. No, God cannot refuse. I said, no. I didn't do this so that I could get my These things belong to God. I want them to reflect the glory of God. Whatever you do, you're not after your own things. Look for God to be a glorified. Even if it's your hair. But the one who will see you will not come there's a born again that when they get to you they will I'm appreciate that they are born again have you understood praise the lord Amen. so the first thing is materialism the fire is dying down because of materialism materialism when you tell an evangelist to go to Karamoja to preach he says no that is not the spirit of God when you tell him we are going to Chicago he says yes the lord has spoken Praise the Lord. Amen. Because it involves flying. Materialism. Selling the prayers. Amen. Amen. If you want to see the pastor, the Bo senior pastor, put here. Then you will be seen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Another thing which kills the fire is church politics. Church politics. And I'm in church politics. Who knows church politics? Maybe it is not yet on the level of the local church. But for us, we have church politics in, in pastors' meetings. Pastors also have their own politics. You know, choose me. 
Church politics has killed the fire of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit. Even the born again we belong to so and so. Just like you see how that is how even it is and the Holy Spirit steps aside and he says you remain with your religion. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Another thing which keeps which kills the fire is compromise. How do you compromise? Uh, compromise. Uh, compromise is very bad. It is good at home, but it is not good in church. Because as married, there must be compromise to a certain extent. If you want to keep peace, Amen. Amen. when your husband tells you to go, it is, as long as he doesn't tell you to go, as long as he doesn't tell you to go to the bar, you escort him. And you sit. And then you come out and you're like, I've come to escort you. But do you know where I lie? You don't get there. And then you get a bottle. Let me get a, a, a pills now so that I can comfort my husband. I'm born again. I used to drink a, a full crate. Just Even the Lord will see that I've compromise. You compromise. When there is a family meeting, you give in money for demons. You compromise. I got saved. That million, use your things. You must know that Jesus blessed me. How can you need money to support the building of Shabbat? Constructing a shrine? That is a spirit of compromise. When you begin the life of compromise, that is it. Amen. You don't die. Tofa. You remain as you are. But the power of God lives you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I talked about church politics. Avoid church politics. Amen. Amen. Many times, when I go among the fellow pastors, when they see me, they usually want to give me the high positions. And I tell them, I want to sit here. Then they get if you're holding something, they want to get even the car and then they take you to for their own reasons. And that is not right. 
If I'm not a leader, allow me to sit wherever I want. Uh, that is church politics. Uh, compromise, I've talked about it. Canal indulgences. Canality also kills the fire. Do you know that people can fight, uh, can box each other in church? I've told you of two pastors. I went to their home, they were staying together when they were still renting. But they had a disagreement. But one day, one pastor had news. I don't know who told him. Came and told him, It is so and so who is stopping you from marrying. I've forgotten the name of the girl. Amen. I've forgotten the name of the, beat, of, of the oh, beauty queen. I was seated there. Gavan came with a panga from his work. Said, but you man, I've got to know everything you've been doing. You're the one who's been talking to that girl. So she doesn't get You're telling her that I'm poor. Even there, then got up. And I saw the veins. And I said, now this hen is going to. And I said, God, what, am, what should I do? Before I thought even about anything there. The other one picked the other one up and the panga fell down. So I went. You, you, sometimes long hands help. And I, I, I put my hands around his waist and I pulled him. God helped me. I just got an easy one. And I dragged him. And I cast him there. And I got the pang and threw it on the other side. And then this one said, Allow me show him. And I said, How, how, how many times are you going to show him? Amen. But Amen. That, that was carnality. That was carnality. We don't war as the world wars. We don't war with the flesh and blood. Sometimes I can leave you. And you think that I'm defeated. But never forget. Never forget. God says that vengeance is mine. He's the one. Vengeance is God is. Sometimes you have to be full, a fool. God can fight someone for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Canality. You can even fight for a microphone here. Did you want to back the, the, the servant of the Lord? I'm the one. Sometimes I think. 
singing and dancing on secular songs in church. Are you there? You bring the worldly songs on the pulpit. And then you start dancing uh, like the, the dances in the world. You told me that you know the Who knows how to dance? Don't go deeper into it. People came from heaven, they don't know worldly things. Amen. Amen. Uh, another unbiblical practices is demanding consultation fees in church. It's like when you come for counseling. You can give money when we tell you that we are going to do this and this. But to see the pastor they tell you that you have to pay this much money. That is a lie and that is bad. It kills the fire. We were freely given and we are supposed to give freely. Another thing that kills the fire. Separate sins. Secret sins. Do you know someone can do things when Those you don't see them? Those secret sins kills the fire. How come you're not saying amen? You need to appreciate me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sacred sins kills the fire. The people who drink alcohol at home. Some people are devils at home. But they are angels in public. Turn to that person. They're so quarrelsome. They even beat people up. Do you see the fire he already left them? They need a fresh fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. Those are secret sins. You are seated here, but at home, you quarrel and even step on the tables. Come and I show you man. I'm going to finish you today. I'm going to fight you as a woman I'm going and to fight you as a man. In the name of Jesus. And then after you say, Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, another thing which kills the fire is recklessness, reckless manipula man manipulation. 
you know manipulation it also kills the fire manipulation is controlling someone or something to your own advantage I repeat, manipulation is controlling someone or something to your own advantage. Manipulators do not respect boundaries. Boundaries. They go after what they want without worrying about who they might hurt. Amen. Amen. Manipulators make you question your reality. Manipulators lay the blame on, uh, on someone else. Manipulators lay the blame. Blame You understand? Those are manipulators. They know it. They are ready. They plan a lie. And they end up putting in a trap. And for them, they come out acting very right. Those are the manipulators. Those things kills the fire. Another thing which kills the fire. Too much learning without with the no presence of the Holy Spirit. Mind so much about some this. Some churches teach a lot. They give you nice stuff. Christian stuff. They teach a lot. But if there is no presence, they are giving poison. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. We must balance these things. Information and revelation. There are two different things. Information and revelation. There are so many people who are learned. We teach you. But when the Spirit of God is not there, we are giving you poison. How would we bring the presence of God on By offering your all to God. You give yourself your all to God. You repent. We worship. We praise. We do what God wants us to do. Then the presence which I call the person of God in an environment appears. When the Spirit of God comes, you can see the difference. You can feel a lot of peace. Demons just run away without, without fighting them. Amen. I've come a bit late. 
They asked for five minutes. I thought that they need five minutes to teach. I thought they were going to teach. Yet it was all about me. But when I came, I found Zoe worshipping. She was not just singing. She sang her heart out. And I felt the presence in the house. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I felt that it wasn't Zoe. I don't know where she stands. She had gone back to where she stayed. The person who was here was different. Worship brings down the person of God in church. And the rest of you, I saw you when you're not here. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, too much learning with no presence of the Holy Spirit kills the fire. We have to balance. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. Over rationalization. Everything. You over explain. You over explain. as if people don't trust you. You see this table. I bought it this much. Do you see the receipt? This one I bought it this receipt. month. Do you see the receipt? Now brethren, this was used for this. If you trust the man of God, trust him. Amen. Amen. We, 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 we can uh, be um, the one who sees in secret. Trustworthy to people, but Amen. Amen. A prayerless church does not please or glorify God because of the absence of the spiritual. If there is no spiritual in church, God is not pleased. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to finish with this. The home churches in the early church. The, the church of the Acts of Apostles. During the first few centuries of church history, there were no dedicated buildings called the church. Amen. Amen. We are talking about the season when Jesus died and rose from the dead. 
in that season there was no Christian church people used to pray in homes Amen. Amen. this was because of persecution and in fact that Christianity uh, and and the fact that Christianity had not been legalized. Legalization of Christianity. Not only Christianity, but other religions. Apart from the Jewish religion. Uh, it was done by Constantino. Um, Constantine in the days of, of so Christianity. Of was legalized and then they started knowing it but there was a lot of persecution I think it started when Jesus died and rose the high priest had put a guards they guarded the tomb Amazingly, they saw Jesus. Amen. Amen. No. They did not see Jesus. They saw an angel rolling away the stone. When the angel rolled away the stone, by that time Jesus had already resurrected. And I fear I'm villagers. You know how to compose songs that are outside the scriptures. Yes. And Jesus rose. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus rose by himself. Malaika the angel when he saw that the woman had come he told them that whom are you seeking he's not here and then he rolled away the stone and he told them enter and see they didn't find Jesus there he had already risen he had already risen angels cannot resurrect their master. Jesus is God. He rose from the dead. Passed through that, that soil. He went out. They removed the stone. And that soldiers saw what was happening they saw this angel shining like the sun you know angels who are coming from the presence of God they are like lightning amen when they saw it's like they were dead and then they ran off they said the man is even the angel rolled away the stone and they gave them money they paid them off and told them don't dare mention it that Jesus rose and they even said no one should speak about that name no one is allowed to preach to talk about Jesus now after 
Pentecost. They were all filled with the Spirit of God. With boldness. <coughs> started preaching. Telling everyone. That he killed the master. But Jesus rose him on the third day. <coughs> we are going to imprison you. arrested and taken to prison. Peter was in prison because of Jesus because of preaching the name of the Lord but because of God they would come out in the morning when they have not been released the power of Jesus that penetrates the world took them out and they came and said when Peter came out they had news that the man who is in the synagogue preaching they said what is wrong with this they persecuted the church which was in Jerusalem and the church started scattering all over but it was the will of God because God had called them to take the gospel not only in Jerusalem but even to other parts when they scattered they scattered with the fire of the gospel in those days it was not easy Amen so they would hide in homes praying in homes I remember when um, Peter when he was imprisoned when he was released he went to a home of a believer Amen. Amen. hear this local groups met in houses of believers whose homes were large enough to accommodate these gatherings one of these early house churches was hosted by a woman named Mary the mother of John Mark John Mark is the author of the book of Mark. John Mark He was not a disciple. But he got whatever he wrote from Peter. And actually, he had what Peter spoke and he, he would write it down. Peter, what did Jesus do? Yesu Yakolachi. Where? Wa. Which village? Charochi. He wrote the Gospel of Mark. Amen. Amen. That is John Mark. But I, still, I wanted you to know about this John Mark. John Mark. John Mark is a minor biblical figure. John Mark Amen. Amen. Who lived during the first century? He's believed to be the author of the Gospel of Mark. John Mark, John Mark was a, a companion of an a companion and an assistant of Paul and Barnabas during their first missionary journey. 
Uh, this John Mark. Uh, John Mark ono was a son of Mary. Yari mutabani wa Mariamu. Mary. Mariamu was a widow. Yari namwandu. Bawe yari muga. Her husband was rich. I think that is that's why they built that big thing, that big house. When the husband died, Mary had joined the disciples of Jesus. And John Mark was one of the sons. So when these Peters uh, uh, no, the, one day the spirit of God in Acts 13 spoke through the prophets of those days and said that select John Mark uh, no no Barnabas and Paul select uh, Barnabas and Paul Barnabas and Paul Barnabas ne Paul separate me Barnabas and Paul because Paul. I have a mission for them now Kati. Barnabas and Paul Barnabas ne Paul started walking together in missionary journeys because the mother of John Mark was a sponsor kubanga mama wa John Mark yali awagira the sponsor obanga sponsoring ngateka sente sponsor cha Luganda tena was a sponsor yali sponsor she was a rich lady yali muschala mugagga mwana wo mugagga ono nagama nange njagenda nabo and this son of a rich woman said I'll go with them you could go with them escorting them in their missionary journey now one day one day this man I don't know I think he didn't about ministry when they were still ministering he said I'm tired he went back and he left them on the journey and it annoyed Paul and he kept it at heart. When you go to a mission and you don't sleep as you sleep at your home, a mission is a mission. But this John Mark could not bear all that difficulty. He left them before the mission was accomplished. He went back. Apostle Paul was not happy. Now in the second mission, when they were going, Barnabas suggested that they go with John Mark still. And then Paul said no. He said I will not take him. He left us at the mission. He's a naughty young child. He's a son of a rich person. Not because her mother. mother mother We are not going to go with him on this journey. Now Barnabas. He got angry. And he went with John Mark. Paul said it is up to you I saw the Lord myself I have a calling on my life you go where I want to go then Paul picked Silas to go with him when you read on Mark 14, 15, 16 you will discover Silas and Paul being imprisoned 
At night, they were worshiping and singing. The power of God came and delivered them. Have you ever heard of it? Can't you even compose a song? Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You remember that those scriptures Paul and Silas Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Paul and Silas Be careful The spirit of God Had joined Barnabas And Saul But see What the devil does Barnabas forgot that Paul had a calling, a bigger calling. Amen. Amen. When they were going, because this one refused, he decided to go. So go. This one is Barnabas. Go with Mary's um, rich children. Paul, we cannot stop looking you. If you refuse to take him, because he forsook us on the first journey. You know, mosquitoes had beaten him. He was not used to mosquitoes on, the, on, the, on a mission. Amen. And Paul said, you go. Let me take. <laughs> And then they went. They went. Where they preached. That is where they were severely beaten. They were imprisoned. And put them in stocks. So that they could see what their God would do. Instead of lamenting. They praised God. In the midst of their suffering. They knew that Jesus was with them. And as were they are worshipping. Praising the name of the Lord. The power of God came. Earthquake came. And there was an earthquake. And then the, the, their chains were, were, were loose. Listen. I don't want you to be like Barnabas. When Barnabas left Paul, we don't hear about anything to do with Barnabas. Some Christians today are like Barnabas. Amen. Amen. Ah, Papa, you know. We've taught us how to pray. Now what, what don't we have? We can go. We can go. But that is your end. You will not be heard anymore. We, didn't, we don't hear about Barnabas anymore. Apart from reading about him as a failure. There are people that have been looking at in our generation. You see them there with an anointed man. 
And every time you're with an anointed man, there's what they call shadow anointing. That shadow anointing, it causes you to you look You end up same. doing this, or, or you're doing that same thing. But they don't know that the anointing flows from the other person to them. Because you see, Pastor does it, Nehasha does it, Nehasha does it, and says, ah, no, we can go. When you go, it works for a few years. And then you start um, coming up with different to chase a demon, just one demon you find. But even when you are satisfied, because of you the anointing on the head. How many understand? Barnabas, Barnabas made a mistake. Even if there is a problem in your church, don't leave a man who has a calling Sit and pray for the problems to go away. There are so many Barnabas, Barnabases that take the John Max. Do you understand? John Mark didn't have a major calling. He was just an assistant. I think because his mother was rich. And, and, and I think even the mom used to give him money and then he would give the money to Paul. How much have you counted? This is much. So give it to the apostle. So he thought because the mom is the sponsor, he thought that he was above the mantle. Even if it is you that supports the ministry, you're not above the pastor. Amen. But later, John Mark. And John Mark came back. Amen. Amen. And looked for Peter. He worked for, with Peter for some time. So he wrote the book of Mark. Amen. Amen. But Barnabas, we don't see him again. Maybe kept being born again. But he did not complete the mission that he was supposed to do. There's something that God called you to do. But sometimes you can't do it when you're not in the right place. You can't bear fruits. You are a branch. If you Disconnect yourself from the stem. You can't bear fruits. Because you've disconnected yourself from the stem. Stay united to the stem. Be what you have to be. Then bear your fruits. What problem, what problem is that? You have to be there. But the devil. Wants division. When you divide yourselves, it's an act of carnality. Amen. Amen. There's no problem with that. Stay united. If I can bear fruit, even if I'm not seen, 
Even if they've not called me so and so. Even if I don't have a title in church. Do I get my money? Do I get the blessing? Do I travel nations? That is the most important thing. But you want to get a title. For what? Praise the Lord. Amen. I pray that one day God makes you rich. When you have everything, but even when you sit in the overflow, even if I don't have a title of a bishop or what, as long as I get what I want, you should be the one talking to John Mark. Let me tell you another thing that John Mark did. When they went on that mission, John Mark came back and, and, and reported. He's a naughty, rich boy. He saw Paul talking to the Gentiles. He was welcoming them and hugging them. When he came back and said, Mommy, isn't that man a Jew? How can a, can a Jew hug a, a Gentile? Let me tell you, I saw the man with my own eyes. And he stole the whole church. Let me tell you, he hugged the Gentiles. He's not um, holy. He gossiped, he reported. When Paul returned, he got to know everything. And he said, John Mark is not a straight person. But he did not know. And he was wise. He was wise. If he was able to gather information concerning Jesus, yet he was in there. Amen. He would be able to know that this Paul is a Jew. But according to his calling, he was called as a vessel to the Gentiles. He had a calling to bring back the Gentiles to God. But when he saw it, instead, in his ignorance, he went and he gossiped. But the good thing, in the end, all these guys united and they repented. But the calling was already dead. You can reconcile that if you would have been a prime minister in heaven, the devil has already played it and you're going to be an LC2 in heaven. What you would have gotten from heaven, you've not received it. It is so good for you to be well physically but also you be, you be a king in heaven that is John Mark 
And what about Silas? Silas Polo yamuka. Barnabas again. When Barnabas went. Nagama sijagena nze kale. Let me pick this one. Paul said I will not travel alone. Let me I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you shouldn't be like Barnabas because when Barnabas goes there's a Silas that is waiting tell your friend Silas shouldn't take your place there is a Silas who can take your position Amen. Cyrus is there. Cyrus wali. You can't know that he's there. Tosobola kumanya ati wali. But he's there. Nayenga wali. You can't not see him. Tosobola kumulaba. The moment you quit. No mana no bivako. Paul agamba bugambi jangu. Paul just says you come. And then you realize the anointing of Barnabas. Everything falls upon him. Bikugwako. Tomorrow, instead of talking about Barnabas, they talk about Cyrus. But what hurts the most in the next generation, no one is talking about you. You've already been forgotten. You've even come back after many years. No one recognizes you. You begin to say, I was here. I was here. When you were still in that small church, now we are in the cathedral. We cannot recognize you. Where did you sit? How come we don't know? That is Barnabas. How come you don't look good? Praise the Lord. Amen. Sefa be it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, Silas was arrested with Paul in Philip. They had gone to Philip. Not you, sir. They had gone to Philip. In Acts 16, 19 to 40, you'll find it out. They were severely beaten and, and confined in the inner prison. They sang hymns in the night. An earthquake shook the prison and released them. It was Mary's house that the believers gathered and prayed for Peter when he was imprisoned by King Herod. And when Peter was was freed from prison. He came straight to Mary's house. And this, this is where Rhoda, the servant girl, lived. You know the story. Amen. Amen. In Acts 16 40, when Paul and Silas were released from prison, they went straight to Lydia's house and encouraged the believers who were gathered there. In Romans 16 3 to 5, and 1 Corinthians 16 19. 
talks about Aquila and Priscilla. He sends greetings to the church in their home. The reason why I wanted to show you, to give you this scripture, I wanted to encourage all homes to get the fire of prayer to go back and pray because you've had this, this prayer whatever, prayer altars in the home Amen. Amen. the prayer altar God had the prayers of those people and Peter was released from the prison so your prayers can break the bonds and free some people in the family instead of crying tears you better begin praying and seeking the face of God because in prayer there is power Amen now you, you've heard about uh, uh, Priscilla the wife of Aquila. They had a, a, a church in their home. The gathering in their homes. In, in Corinthians 4.15 Apostle Paul sends greetings to the brethren in Laodicea and the church in in Nipa's house. Amen. In Philemon 1 2, Paul sends greetings to the church in the house of Archippus. Amen. Those names. Esther gathered her maid servants in her quarters and prayed and fasted for three days in order to save her people from genocide. There is power in prayer. When you gather in your homes, God can hear you. Let us bring back prayer in our homes. Let us seek God. And the Lord is going to help us. Praise the 